Hello, geniuses. Did you have a good Thanksgiving? I pray that you had a great holiday and that you got some rest and things of that nature. As of the recording, like today is Thanksgiving Eve, and I'm taking time to record this podcast because I really want to make sure that you get this information. If you're on my email list, then you got it last week. But if you're not, um, here we go. But anyway, so Thanksgiving Eve, and I got a lot of stuff to do. You know, after I run this, record this podcast. I am going to go do some peopling, um, run some errands, and then I'm going to come back and start making my desserts and prepping some food for tomorrow. And then I was just wondering, because my mom used to always ask me, hey, have you started cooking yet? I'm like, no, it's like Tuesday or Wednesday morning. Why would I start cooking? And then I'm thinking maybe I'm the odd one because I was out the other day and I heard someone saying that they were going to start cooking on Monday. So you let me know. First of all, did you cook Thanksgiving dinner? Second of all, when did you start? When did you start cooking Thanksgiving? Today is all about the desserts in this household. We're doing an apple cheesecake. We're doing a pecan pie. I'm not doing a sweet potato pie. I introduced my family last week to something a little bit controversial. Uh, pumpkin spice cake. I know, I know. We're not supposed to like pumpkin spice and pumpkin things. But listen, that pumpkin spice cake, it hits, it slaps. Whatever the terms that people are using these days, it is all a all of that. We have our sweet potato casserole, so I'm not really worried about a sweet potato pie. I am not doing pumpkin pie yet. I have not crossed that road yet. But this pumpkin spice cake, ooh, it is so good. Anyway, you are not here to listen to me talk about my baked goods and Thanksgiving dinner. We are here to talk about this Corporate Transparency Act of 2024. Let me know in the comments, you know, if you've heard of the Corporate Trans- Transparency Act of 2024. If not, here it goes. Welcome back to the Own Your Genius podcast, where we discuss building businesses, growing brands, and what else? Owning your genius. I'm your host, attorney LaConya Murray, owner of Off The Mark IP Solutions. Off The Mark is a boutique intellectual property firm representing innovative entrepreneurs, aka geniuses, who are looking to protect their brand and grow their business with ongoing legal support and business mentorships. We have a good one for you today, so let's get started. So essentially what this act was created for was to be able to know the source of businesses, like the people who form businesses and they keep their name off of it because they're trying to prevent money laundering. So typically when you money, when you launder money, you have these private accounts and nobody knows who the owner is. Like banking institutions don't know, government agencies can't find you. And so to make it easier on them, that came up with this act, it's really been almost 20 years in the making. They just now finally have something that, hey, this is what we came up with. So beginning January 1st, 2024, you cannot file before then, but beginning January 1st, 2024, reporting companies are going to have to provide certain information to this, to the, the website is called FinCEN. That's the name of the, that's the website. But reporting companies, companies that are are responsible for reporting this information are corporations, limited liability companies, and any other business entity that is formed by filing similar documents with the Secretary of State or whatever agency that's in your state. Everyone doesn't have a Secretary of State. In Alabama, we have a Secretary of State. Some other states have different agencies where you form your business. But if you have to file documents to form that business, this one's for you. So listen up. So the reporting companies. Now that we know what they are, and I will tell you that there are some exceptions to those reporting companies, but 
unfortunately, and the reason that we're recording this podcast is because micro businesses, you know, businesses that are ran oftentimes by one person and have you know, one or two employees or using contractors, they are not exempt. And that's most of our, you know, most of our target market are small and micro business owners. So that's why we're putting this information out here, because just being a small business or just being a solopreneur that hasn't, you know, LLC or so a single member LLC, it's not enough to exempt you from doing what we're talking about today. So stay tuned. So the reporting company has to report three things. You have to report the company information. You have to report the beneficial owner information. And you also have to report the company applicant information if that business was formed after January 1st, 2024. And we're going to talk about all those now. So company information. When you are reporting to FinCEN.gov, you're going to report your company information. They want to know the company's legal name, which is the name that you filed with the Secretary of State. They also want to know any type of DBA or trade name that you're using, your address that you're operating out of physically, or should I say your principal place of business. So where is that place that you're operating out of physically? If you have a post office box, that's not it. It's going to be your, if you're working from home, it's going to be a residential address. And they also want to know your taxpayer identification number. So whether or not that's your social security number or your EIN, whichever one you're using, to identify your business for tax purposes. That's what they want to know for company information. Now for the beneficial owner, before we talk about what they want, let's talk about who a beneficial owner is. That beneficial owner is one or two people, someone who has um, substantial control over the business, either directly or indirectly. You're going to exercise, like you're saying what's happening in that business or someone who directly or indirectly owns 25% 25% or more of that reporting company. Remember, the reporting company are those companies that are corporations, limited liability companies, or any other type of business entity that's formed by filing documents with the Secretary of State or similar agency. So if you are either one of those two things, then you are considered a beneficial owner. And what they want from you is your legal name, that's on your birth certificate, whatever, or if you had a name change, Whatever that legal name is, they want to know that. They want to know your date of birth, and they want to know where do you live? What's your residential address? I know, it's a lot of information, right? Uh, They also want to know um, one of your identification numbers, whether it's your driver's license number, the social security number, passport, driver's license, either one of those things. They want to know that. They want to know what state issued that identification, and then they want to copy of that identification. I'm just going to sit here and let you take that all in because some of you are like, why do they want to know all that? That's a lot of information. It is a lot of information, but you should know that when they take this information, they're not putting it out publicly. They're not publishing this information for the public to see. It's really going to stay locked until either a banking institution or a government agency needs this information. And even with the government agent, that they're going to have to show why they need it. So those are some things that should make you feel a little bit better about reporting. The third thing they need, if you have formed your business after January 1st, 2024, is the name of the individual who formed the business. So our clients hired us to form the business. So we would have to report our information. We have to report the same thing as the beneficial owner, except for using our residential address, we would use the company's address. And that's really the only thing that's different. This is going to start January 1st, 2024. 
if you are already in business, you don't have to file until January 1st, 2025. If you are forming your business on or after January 1st, 2024, you have 30 days to submit this information. You also need to know that the information that you submit will need to be updated. Well, let me say this first. You only need to submit this one time. This is not an annual report. The only time you would need to file something are in two instances. One, if you had an error and you need to make a correction. And two, if something changed, if the beneficial owner changed, if an address changed or something of that nature, you will need to report those things. One thing I want you to be aware of, especially when this goes live, is spamming. Because people spam all the time. If you filed your trademark, you know once that application is in, you're going to start getting these letters. We know that these letters are out there because our clients are calling us. And I expect the same thing to happen with this. One of the things that they're going to do is they're going to spoof the domain, meaning that it's going to look like we get an email. It's going to look like it's coming from um, fincin.gov. But if you click on it and you open it up, it's going to come from some random Joe email at gmail.com, right? Do not respond or send private information that way. I'm sure they're going to have, if they need information, they're going to have a secure way for you to do it. Just don't give information out via email and be careful of the links that you click in emails because they might not be from this government agency. Again, the website is fincen.gov, not dot org, not dot com, not dot co, not dot law, none of those dot gov. So do not go and another thing people will do will buy websites, these domain names that have very similar names. And you think, oh, I'm here at this agency. Let me just put this information in. No. F I N C E N dot gov. We'll leave a link in the show notes so you can get there safely. And we'll also leave a leave a link to uh, where you can get more information because this is literally just a summary to let you know that this is out here and it's something that you need to be aware of, especially if you are forming a business like, hey, I want to start a business, but I'm not starting until you know next year. You need you have 30 days to file this information. So we want to make sure that you know this is here and who and, and if it affects you, what you need to report. The other question I think you might have is how much does this cost? It doesn't cost a thing. There is no fee. That's nothing. If people call you asking for money, run because there's no fee associated with this unless you get fined. So if you fail to report or if you willfully um, provide false information, you can have civil penalties that are up to $500 per day. Like if you fail to report when you're supposed to, they can charge you up to $500 per day until you report or even criminal penalties that can include up to two years in prison and fines up to $10,000. So report people. That's why not only did we do a newsletter and a blog post, we're also doing this podcast. We want to make sure that you get this information so that you can do what you have to do and avoid these penalties. If you have any questions, we're going to drop the link to their small entity compliance guide so you can get more because again, this was a summary. Let's take this conversation over to the Mark Legal community. I want you to share this episode with three people and have them meet you there. But you know what to do before you go. Make sure you hit that subscribe button and rate the podcast. Until next week, I want you to keep building your business, growing your brand, and owning your genius.